0: ash taylor how's it going today i'm
1: good man how are you thanks for having me
0: yeah absolutely it's it's a good morning here in texas it's hot but you know what it's july almost july so i'm gonna let the heat kind of pass on that one
1: that <laughs> sounds right
0: so uh first off i want to thank you so much for jumping on here and chatting with us a little bit about your new uh, uh your new album or ep it's not an album um but i'm excited to sit down and chat with you a little bit
1: Oh, thanks, man. I'm excited to talk to you about it. So, uh, yeah,
0: great to for, for sure. So, you're based out of Nashville currently. Uh, where did you where did you grow up? Where where do you claim you're from?
1: Yeah, so um, hopefully they claim me back. But uh, I am—I'm from a farm town out in Central California called Bakersfield. Okay. Um, so you know, if you're into music history at all, uh, basically it's the birthplace of Merle Haggard, hmm. um, you know, Buck Owens, the Bakersfield Sound, and so that's where I kind of grew up and got started in music, and uh, proud to be from there with all of our heritage and all from that little little farm town.
0: Nice. Awesome. I've just recently started learning about the history of country music in California in general. To me, it it just didn't click because I wasn't exposed to country music as a kid other than like the occasional time I'd be with my aunt or uh, somebody in my extended family and they'd be listening to like Dixie Chicks or something like that. But, you know, other than that, I didn't have an extensive exposure into country music, so.
1: Yeah, it's when you dive into it, I think a lot of people don't realize how important California has a whole state is to country music. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, back in the 70s, we were called the original Nashville, you know, so I mean, a lot of people don't know that, though. So uh, but yeah, where it's the cool place to be from.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So growing up in Bakersfield, was music always just kind of around? Or how did you kind of get introduced to music?
1: Well, you know, I've, I've said it many a times, but like I, growing up in Bakersfield, clearly you are, there's music everywhere mm-hmm. and it's mostly country music, but there's also like uh, Mariachi, Nathaniel music, uh, the band Corn, the rock band Corn, yep. is also from Bakersfield. I mean, there's a lot of music, that you are definitely around and there's a culture and there's an atmosphere. Um, but I always say that I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today if it wasn't for my Nana, my grandma. Um, She was a massive country music fan, huge fan. And uh, I remember that she used to play country music around the clock, 24 seven. And she's Mm. really who just got me into music in general. Um, And so I remember the first country song I ever heard was Cold Miner's Daughter by Loretta Lynn. And she would play Tammy Wynette and you know, of course, Buck Owens and Merle Haggard and just all these people. Um, So that was kind of like how I just became a fan of country music and how I loved it. Um, as far as like when I could pinpoint and tell you, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And this is what I want to be. Um, I was actually, uh, sitting in my grandparents double wide in their living room and they always had on country music, television, CMT. And I remember this one day I was sitting there and it came across the screen and it said CMT world Mm premiere and I was watching the TV and this girl named Gretchen Wilson comes flying off this four wheeler singing about being a redneck woman. And I said, that is what I want to be when I grow up. And so it, it, for me, I tell people it, it feels like Gretchen Wilson just reached through the TV and just grabbed this kid off the couch and said, this is what you're going to do. And so from that moment on is when I started to experiment with writing songs and, um, you know, just kind of getting, I guess my feet in it and thinking like, Hey, I I think I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was definitely a pivotal moment in how I got started in the music industry.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And then at what point did you pick up and move to Nashville?
1: Um, So I I moved to town in 2016. Um, I had never been here before. Mm. I had uh, never even seen Nashville and I I literally sold everything that I owned and I just jumped on a plane and I came out here and I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything. I didn't, I didn't really know many people. um, And so I just kind of came out here and I slept in my car. I slept on people's couches um i got a job my first day um going into a guitar center i had to buy a guitar because mm. you can't write songs with that one mm. bought a guitar and they gave me a job and um i've kind of just been on a wild journey just figuring it all out from there but um definitely not a decision that i in any way regret it's mm-hmm. crazy to that in the couple of years i've been here just all we've done musically and how much you know things have changed we've grown um You know, I also like met my husband here and, uh, it's just, it's hard to picture life without me making that decision just to sell everything and jump on a plane and come out here and just do what I love. Just, just make music, you know,
0: it's great for sure. That's it's a decision that I'm sure wasn't easy to make. It was a decision that, you know, giving up everything you knew, everything you loved to jump at a hope and a dream You know, like, I think some people need to take more of those chances, especially when they're younger in life and it's like, okay, you're 21, 22, whatever it is.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It's a little bit easier to recover at 27, 28, if they take a financial risk and like sell it, you know, uh, but you know, uh, so you moved out there in 2016 Um, at what point did you kind of, well, I mean, I know you released your, uh, Bakersfield EP in 2019. I did. Uh, Yeah. Was that just because, you know, obviously you had to kind of get your footing in Nashville or how does that journey kind of start as far as like writing and releasing music?
1: Sure. So when I actually moved here to town, um, I mainly moved here just to be a songwriter for Mm -hmm. other people. Um, You know, we talked about like I got into music and I was writing songs and I actually went to audio school, though, straight out of high school. And I I worked in studios as like a recording engineer and did that for a couple of years Mm -hmm. and then basically was like, I don't want to do this. I want to be creative and write songs. And so when I moved to Nashville, my goal was not really to be an artist. It was more just to write songs for other people. And um, after I did that for a while, people were like, no, 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 you're an artist. Um, And so I recorded, I started recording not long after, um, you know, not long after I came to town, uh, my first EP, Bakersfield. Um, So I named that off after my hometown and after um, a song I wrote called Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that my first day here in Nashville. Um, So yeah. So I, basically, I mean, that was just a song. Uh, it was a list of songs that I recorded a chunk at a time as I could afford to. Mm-hmm. And as I was getting on my feet, but um, you know, they always call this a music business. And so to me, the idea of moving to town, writing songs, always improving, always working, but always you have to make sure you have a product to sell um, yeah. because at the end of the day, you're a business. And so for me, it's like, well, if I'm going to be an artist, I have to show people who I am and I have to be able to give them a product. And so um, I kind of, that's why I kind of worked really hard on that first EP and it, you know, the success off of it was great. We released that in January of 2019. So, I mean, I worked on that solidly for three years,
0: Oh well. yeah. you know,
1: that's, that's, that's what it took uh, to be able to do all that by building a life and, you know, doing all that. Um, but when, when we released it, I had at that point just worked so hard um, that when we released it it actually charted on iTunes on the top 100 mm. me, <clears throat> on the top 100 country albums chart um at number 60 so i mean we we sold a lot of records very quickly and um and it was great and i'm grateful for that and excited to have that in my catalog and get to move on and do the next fun thing
0: yeah for sure and then i mean unfortunately after you release the album then 2020 is going to be yeah. what 2020 is did that delay the re- release of Future projects like the acoustic session that we're gonna talk about here in a second? Or was the acoustic sessions kind of like, let, let's get something out because it's been a minute. Like Yeah. I, yeah. Um,
1: you know, honestly, uh I'm really open to talk about um 2020 was probably the hardest year of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I, we lost our home. Uh we were trying we're in the midst of getting married, actually. We got married in May of 21 um we were trying to plan a wedding we lost jobs we lost our home I mean we suffered loss after loss after loss and then on top of it um there was no music and we really didn't know what to do or anything so I kind of took some time like I didn't I, I was literally so busy trying just to keep things afloat if that mm. makes sense I did not even pick up a guitar or sing a note for a solid year oh, wow. I no mean, one if you would have known me and you know before the pandemic you yeah. would have said that's possible um but i i really really am very open that i struggled and we had a very hard time and just kind of seems like we couldn't catch a break and i even at one point which i feel terrible even saying it now i even was considering quitting music because oh, wow. uh, i i just couldn't see how we were going to get out of this thing and be able to go back to doing what we wanted to do um and my husband said Absolutely not. And so he, I mean, we we basically just pulled ourselves together and worked through it and rebuilt everything and kind of had to start from the ground, uh, you know, just from the ground up. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've been doing the past couple of years. And so, um, you know, clearly I have my EP Bakersfield that was out and we had that and we were talking about doing some new music and uh, how, how the acoustic sessions came about is basically I really wanted just to do something that was different and just raw Mm -hmm. and so what the acoustic sessions is is it's this three song acoustic ep it's all original music that you know i've written um i think all but one of the songs i've written by myself Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of solo rights but it's literally just me and my husband who is my band leader and lead guitar player so it's nothing but two guitars and a vocal and my idea with this project was i wanted to bring i wanted to bring fans in Mm -hmm. to what it would have been like if i had written this song and then I'm just sitting there playing it for you. And, um, you know, doing a lot of shows and stuff. Again, I do a lot of shows acoustically. Mm-hmm. And so I think just a great way to show people like, you know, if you hire me for an acoustic show, this is what it, what, what it is and what we do. Um, but I had so much fun just making this project because there's nothing to hide behind. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love the fully produced 24 track. All yeah. oh, that's great. And it's awesome. And there are probably guitar players that could play my guitar parts better than me. But I'm the one who wrote it. So I yeah. want to play and just have that real vulnerable kind of thing. And so, uh, so that's kind of how the acoustic sessions came about, you Mm -hmm. know, it was just giving fans something, but also not just music, but like maybe more like an experience if you, if you
0: will. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things. That's what I really like about just acoustic albums in general, or, you know, whether they be live sessions or whatever, but just like acoustic stuff is you mentioned it. There's nothing to hide behind. You can't, (laughs) if you're, if you're, not that good of a singer you can't bury it in the mix you can't bury it behind a bunch of auto tune or if yeah. you're not a very good guitar player you can't you know you just can't bury anything it's all right there right. yeah two, two or three tracks that's all you got you know yeah so like the the acoustic stuff is where i really go to find like good musicians like they that's where you see who the good musicians are so yeah and And your Acoustic Session EP, I played, I believe it was Cigarette a couple of weeks ago on this show. I played played one of the songs. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head at this moment. But, uh, you know, just the the raw talent that's there, it was just absolutely amazing. And once I played that first song, I went back and listened to the rest of the songs. And uh, when I reached out to you, what was that, last week? Or, you know, just to try and get the ball rolling a little bit. It, right yeah so it was a uh, it I'm glad to have you here to just talk That's, about it a little bit no
1: I I really appreciate that and yeah thanks for playing my music I know you probably get inundated with thousands of songs a week but no I, I really do appreciate that and um I, I've gotten I have to say I wasn't really sure how people were gonna respond when I put it out because I think it's just not a typical thing you expect mm-hmm. from an artist um but the response from it has just been huge and mm-hmm. so um I think it just shows people I think like just real, you know, authentic kind of a a vibe, if you will. And so um, I appreciate you, but thank thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Before we go on any further, let's uh, give everybody a chance to listen to the second song off the Acoustic Session EP, which is Family. Uh, What's the quick story behind this song before we jump into Um it?
1: Sure. I, I call this song a love story for my brothers. I grew up with four brothers and I'm the only girl right right in the middle of all these boys. And uh, just like any siblings, they get on my nerves and we fight and we bicker. But at the end of the day, uh, we're still family. So the, I wrote this song one night by, at my dining room table and just a love letter to my brothers.
0: The Ash Taylor, The Acoustic Sessions, it's a three song. EP sync I know like the technicalities get a little murky when in that area whether it's a single or an EP whatever but what went through the thought selection process for these three songs was it always going to be three songs or did you have thoughts of like well I've got a couple of other songs that'll work what kind of went into the selection process for this project
1: Yeah, what a great question. Uh, Thanks for asking that. So when I first had the idea to do the acoustic sessions, I wasn't sure how many songs we were going to do. Um, But my kind of like my main idea was I just wanted to give people, especially after not doing music for a while and then coming back into it, Mm -hmm. I wanted to do um, some songs that I thought would showcase the different elements of my personality Mm -hmm. and just kind of give people like a little... um, a little taste of like this is what ash taylor is and this is what she sounds like and so um you know my, my oldest brother brandon when i played him the ep like he mentioned um so like cigarette is very fun and it's tongue-in-cheeky and it's sassy and it's kind of like this like southern rock undertone and so that's one side of my personality um, then you have a song like "Family," you know, that we just listened to. That's just me being very honest with you, and that's me telling you a story. It's me telling you about my family, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of how we are not perfect and we fight, and this is what we are. Um, and then you have a song called "Play Like Ken," which is essentially my super fun, um, just like you know, upbeat super girl power super woo woo uh, song. And so, you know, I kind of wanted to to just. Sh- give at least put it down to three songs mm-hmm. where never heard of me and you heard three songs like that, you would get a little taste of who I was yeah. and hopefully, you'd be looking forward to the next release and looking forward to more. Cause hopefully that gave you an insight in who I am.
0: For sure. For sure. Speaking of the next release, are you already working towards the next project or were you kind of at yeah. creatively?
1: Uh, Yeah, no. So, well, right now I'm writing a ton of new songs. Like last mm-hmm. week alone, I wrote five new songs, um, and so we're, we're doing a lot of writing. Um, as far as studio release, I'm actually going into the studio. I'm, well, I'm in there right now. We've already started. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to be working on a Christmas song okay. uh, that I'll listen uh, before the end of the year for the holidays. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it.
0: I, f- I tend to forget to get a christmas song out in december you tend to have to start here in june july yeah. so
1: oh yeah yeah no I'm, I'm singing christmas songs in july so that's nice. <laughs>
0: that's
1: how i that mean works.
0: i mean they call it uh what is it christmas in july for a reason i guess so
1: yeah yeah i mean throw up some christmas lights throw on a santa hat and drink some eggnog and you know we'll, we'll sing along
0: all right for sure so yeah. um heading into the summer obviously you, you're working on all the all the music, the Christmas music and all that fun stuff. How often are you playing shows right now? Is that something you're doing pretty consistently or are you more focused on writing and recording?
1: I am definitely more focused on writing and recording. Um, Mm -hmm. Just, I I don't think that you can do everything and do it well. I mean, I would love to, and I'd love to think that I'm Wonder Woman and can just do it all. But uh, I'm wise enough and lived long enough to know that, I'm not, but, um, no, we, we are still playing the shows though. I'm playing a lot of shows here in Nashville. Um, I'm doing everything from writer's rounds and Mm. showcases. And, um, you know, we played at the bluebird just a few months ago. We, we did, uh, the listening room, Mm. um, all kinds of places. So I'm, I am playing, um, at least once or twice a month, still around town here in Nashville. And then I did go to Georgia and play a festival. And then, um, coming up, I'm really excited about it. I am going to new Smyrna beach, Florida. in September. And uh, up there, we're going to be actually doing a um, listening room, um, all original music, uh, kind of like a night uh, there at a distillery. Mm-hmm. Um if you're in New Smyrna Beach and you're listening, you should go to ashtaylor.com and get your tickets. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're doing some traveling and playing shows, though. But I think for the moment, um, you know, like I so said, we're playing a couple times a month, but mainly just focusing on writing and recording and stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, even though... Even if you're focused 100% on writing and recording, you still got to get out there at least once a month just to kind of keep your name out there. Yeah, and keep your chops Chops up. up
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That was one thing after, you know, we were talking about COVID, and it's Mm -hmm. like, uh, I didn't play a show for well over a year, Mm -hmm. and I never got nervous. And then coming back, I'm like, I think I'm nervous. (laughs) Right. So yeah, I mean it, it's just keeping your chops up and getting out there, and um, and plus it's just fun, honestly. I mean, yeah. just a good reason to do it.
0: Oh yeah, and like I mean it's the same thing with this uh, with the podcast that I do or the radio show. If I don't do it for a while, it's like, oh oh dang, okay, um, um, you know, yeah. and I, I start second guessing everything. But if I do it consistently, I don't lose a step. So
1: yeah, yeah, it's just like that muscle memory. You know what I mean? It's like oh, I'm just comfortable. I got this. Like all is good.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, if anybody wants to check out any of the upcoming shows, check out your music, just interact with you on social, uh, where's the best place to support you?
1: Yeah, um, I would just tell them to head on over to ashtaylor.com. That takes you right to my website. And on there, we have links to, you know, music, uh, videos, I mean, just anything and everything you could want. Um, We do have a really great uh, fan club that you can join there too, uh, that gets you exclusive content called The Bad Ashes. Yeah. Um we also do um there's links there. We also do a live stream the first Wednesday of every mm-hmm. single month at seven PM Central on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh called Ash Wednesdays. Um nice. so tune in, we play songs, we do giveaways, uh good time. But yeah, stock me at ashtaylor.com <laughs> So
0: actually your Ash Wednesdays was how I found out about you a few months ago. Like I just stumbled oh, really? across Yeah. I just stumbled the not- across- Cause like Facebook will like suggest things and I yeah. you, one of your Ash Wednesdays popped up and I was like, Oh, what is this? Just yeah. cause I thought it was interesting. Yeah. So.
1: It's yeah. it's super fun. We we have a great time. I mean, it's literally just as you saw me and my husband mm-hmm. and we just kind of talk and play songs and just kind of hang out with people. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes my dog will even join and you know, I, I think people mainly tune in for the dog. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's really fun. So it's definitely something if you're into live music, I, I always suggest people to tune in.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you.